0: Is it TMI if I say you've had your first period in Barcelona?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl,
0: just lose some weight. Then I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a and Now my sisters it feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you want to
1: of yourself. Join a sister and a mister. Sisters, <laughs> on my period I tend to be pretty private about stuff like this but I shouldn't be, everyone wants to know Yeah, you <laughs> Some should. people ask me, is your period regular? Yes, it is Every 30, 31 days very regular.
0: I was pleasantly happy. And I'm always happy. But I was like very, <laughs> I was sorry, pleasantly surprised Surprise. because we, we did a long so travel. Many, yeah. We've been eating all these like different kinds of foods. My
1: circadian rhythm is everywhere. Circadian rhythm, exactly. Just goes to show, despite all of this, all of my PCOS lifestyle habits pushed my body, you know, into staying normal, basically. into getting my period on time and yeah. things like that. So I think it's great. And I feel good cramps aren't crazy Mm -hmm. i really was expecting it to be super late i was so stressed when we were packing and moving and like there's some workouts and it was just like all over the place
0: yeah there's a lot of stress was
1: normal so maybe
0: that's why even traveling like when you travel from one country to another and you Mm -hmm. experience jet lag which dr Felix gersh says women with pcos are basically experiencing jet lag all the time because of their circadian rhythm being off And your circadian rhythm was off for like at least five days after we landed in Barcelona. Mm -hmm. Remember like you you couldn't... Yeah, you were waking up at like 4 or 5 a.m. and couldn't go back to sleep. Or you were taking like naps throughout the days because you were just exhausted from like your body not being in rhythm. I was falling apart. Yeah.
1: And yet, here we are.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Uh, I'm still going through changes myself. Like I haven't had a normal... I'm sorry to say this. I haven't had a normal bowel movement since we got here it's all over the place <laughs> all over the place i am sorry for this information Take but it truly is supplement i took it i'm taking it it just feels different
1: oh my god
0: <laughs> looks different i don't all know right. what to say
1: all right we're getting used to it. we're acclimated.
0: yeah the first week too i was like dehydrated every single day and it didn't make any sense i was like why am i de- like every time i would you know, like pee wouldn't be clear. <laughs> it wasn't clear pee. I'm know, sorry. This too. is so much information.
1: I just think we weren't drinking enough water. We're not used to this. Like we're drinking from, I will say it, plastic water bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Which I yeah. do not approve. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? If anyone has an alternative, please email us and tell us what the heck we're supposed to do. We're here in this Airbnb, you know, and these are our options. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We well, we could, go, water. we could buy th- those like metal thermoses, what are they called? Thermos. Thermoses. And do what with them? And they? then dump the big water bottles oh into gosh. the thermoses.
1: Put, take it from the plastic water bottle and put it in the thermos?
0: Oh yeah, it's still plastic in it at the end <laughs> of the day, right? That's <laughs>
1: that too. It makes
0: no difference because it's, see it's still <laughs> seeped by the BPA. Oh
1: my God.
0: Or we can buy glass containers and pay like triple the price, but no. I can't.
1: I didn't even see that option.
0: I know. And I miss you know our filter at home. how heavy that is
1: to carry here into the apartment? Yeah. We're carrying water into well, the apartment. Well, they had it at the eco go.
0: store. There's this one store down the street. It's like an eco store with, like, all this gluten and dairy-free stuff. If you watch our Instagram, you'll know it. And they have glass containers. Oh. But again, like, you know, it's, it's expensive.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to carry glass. Yeah. It's hard enough to carry these water bottles yeah. every other day. <laughs> like I know. Up
0: Buying, like, packets and packets of water bottles. Yeah. So, yeah, as you can tell, sisters, we struggle too sometimes with keeping consistent with a lot of these things, but you know, just like everyone, you gotta just keep trying your best, keep doing what you can, and you know. Figure it out. Yeah, you figure it out along the way. But uh, welcome everyone to this (laughs) week's episode. We have a lot of uh, fun stuff today. We're going to do a little short Q&A today. We're going to do a special win of the week for a sister that we met in Barcelona, and we're going to talk about what Taling eats in a day. We're also going to do a special Q&A for what Talyn eats in a day. We asked on Instagram, what questions do you have for Talyn about what she eats? So when we get to that segment, we will answer all those questions. We'll read them. So stay tuned until the end when we get to that section. But I guess, babe, we're going to get started with our regular Q&A session from Instagram. First question is from LMK41. She asks, how many steps should you get a day?
1: So I like to aim for 5,000 when I'm at home because walking is not part of our daily routine. And it really like takes up, you know, 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. It makes it easy to get 5,000, but it just takes up a lot of time if my goal is like 10,000 at home. That's me, though. But here, (laughs) 10,000.
0: Yeah, (laughs) 10,000 is a bit easier. Here, i mean yeah, yeah. it's
1: easier cuz you're walking to dinner and then you're walking back and you're like oh yeah. we'll do an extra block to like really kick it up a notch and that's another thousand steps so
0: yeah you're walking to the gym walking back from the gym you're walking to the grocery store yeah. Literally everything we do is walking here unless it's like a two-mile location that we're going to take the taxi.
1: My favorite part of being here, to be honest. The I walking. mean, aside from, like, everything else. But yeah. I just love that we're, like, walking all the time. Yeah. Like, sightseeing for me, I don't know too much about Spanish history. So it's beautiful. And then it's like, okay, that's cool. Like, I'm not blown out of the park because i didn't study spanish history but the fact that we're walking is like let's do it let's see everything let's walk everywhere <laughs> i mean, love it
0: we haven't gone to a spanish museum yet we gotta really go to one yeah. of those because we've been they're going amazing. To, like, churches and stuff yeah well, it's been great we've gone to like park well we've gone to arc de from what was it
1: arc de triomphe
0: arc de triomphe which was amazing there's a park near there too i forgot the name all amazing stuff so citadel there's a lot of history here. Like you really notice as you walk down the streets, like buildings are 300 years old. Like your buildings are beautiful. You can really see the architecture and the vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's been great. But as far as steps, one thing I would recommend though is try to start out with your goal being 5,000 steps a day. Maybe do that for a couple weeks and then try to add a thousand steps to that weekly. So for example, like first two weeks, try to do 5,000 steps a day. Then maybe after a couple of weeks, try to get to 6,000 steps a day. Mm-hmm. And eventually, if you can find the time to get to about averaging about, you know, eight to 10,000 steps a day, that would be that's a really good, really great way to keep your body active, a great form of cardio and can be really beneficial for metabolism, for insulin resistance, losing weight and so forth. Yeah. Next question is from Kayla Holmes, and she asks us on our YouTube channel. If you don't follow us on YouTube, just go to YouTube and search PCOS Weight Loss. You'll see us there. Our channel has been blowing up. Yes. Has been blowing up. But Kayla asks, and I really want to uh, bring this question up for you, Talin, Mm because I think it's really important. She asks, why do you all want to get your period back? No judgment. I'm truly asking. My gynecologist told me that having a period has nothing to do with being healthy. I've been on period for two months, desperately looking for a way to get it to stop. I just want answers. Now, I wanted to bring this up because it's not at all a bad question by Kayla. In fact, I think she's been directed in a really bad direction by her gynecologist. And I would really like you, Tanya, to kind of dive deep into this.
1: All right. There's a book called The Fifth Vital Sign, and it's all about your period. Because people are now saying that your period is your fifth vital sign. So what's a vital sign? So that is, you know, the sign that you're alive. It's your... Um, What are the other vital signs? Sidak, look them up while I go on my (laughs) tangents.
0: All right, I'll pull it up.
1: But basically, your period is a reflection of your health. It's telling you, how is your blood sugar? How is your inflammation? What are your other hormones doing, all your hormones doing throughout the month? How much your cramps are is a reflection of your estrogen dominance or how much progesterone you're making. It's really important to make sure that your period is coming every month you know, in a timely fashion, pain free. And if it's not, you have to investigate it and figure out why, because the period is the fifth vital sign. Sirak, did you find out that? Yeah.
0: The signs? So I have uh, two different sources one from Hopkins Medicine and another from Cleveland Clinic. And they both say the four main vital signs are body temperature, pulse rate, respiration rate, which is the rate of breathing, and four, your blood pressure.
1: So basically, the signs that tell you that you're alive like if you don't have a pulse yeah <laughs> need i say more <laughs> but with that being said your period not stopping this is something you can certainly investigate Maybe with a different gynecologist or maybe with a naturopathic doctor. They really dive deep into the blood work. They look at specific numbers. You know, they don't look at such a broad spectrum that your gyno is looking at. And they really can navigate your lab work and understand what is going on and what supplements you need to take and how you need to support your body to make your period stop and have it just come, you know, every thirty days, twenty-eight days for like five to seven days, and that's it. Pain free. So This can definitely happen for you. Why not? But it sounds like you're a gyno. I just want to know what kind of gyno goes to medical school. It is so hard to become a gyno. And you come out of it saying that your period doesn't matter. That's one of the craziest things I've heard and I'm a guy. Literally falling out of this horrible sofa. (laughs) 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 Okay. This fucking sofa. (laughs) Okay. But really, I really just don't understand. Yeah. It's not your fault, sister. You have been misinformed.
0: Absolutely. I mean, if you're not getting your period month to month or like, you know, consistently, like trying to explain, that means there's something off with hormones, with mm-hmm. maybe your circadian rhythm, like there's obviously so more complex than that. You know, it's. You
1: really have to understand what yeah. this is for long term health.
0: Yeah.
1: For your own sake. Why should you have your period every day? You know?
0: Yeah. Or every month. You mean.
1: Well, I mean, it sounds like hers isn't stopping. Like you don't have to suffer. This doctor is clearly not helping.
0: You. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely recommend getting another opinion. Definitely seeing another gy- gynecologist for that, too, just to Seriously? see like what they would say. Third question from Alifia. She says, why can't you skip meals? I eat until I'm full roughly 1,500 or more calories in two meals a day, and I'm not hungry in the morning. So what's the idea behind not skipping meals? Another great, great question here from Alifia.
1: So I don't think there's one size fits all. If eating two meals a day is working for you and Mm -hmm. you feel good and you're losing weight and you're just energetic and everything's wonderful, go for it. Because it means that your body can survive with, you know, in between those meals for long periods of time, your insulin levels, you know, not spiking for long periods of time. That's great. So maybe it's working for you. You know, I'm not sure, like, depending on your symptoms and situation. But if you have cravings, if you're fatigued, if you have anxiety, then it's not working for you. If you're struggling to lose weight, especially, it's not working for you because means it's slowing down your metabolism and your body is feeling deprived. And breakfast for most people helps with supporting blood sugar control throughout the day. So skipping breakfast sometimes leads to cravings later in the day and like snacking at night, things like that. So it's really up to you. Evaluate your symptoms, evaluate how you feel. And then, you know, if you don't feel good, you can definitely change it to three meals a day. See how you feel with that.
0: Yeah, also like some people are led to believe Oh, like just stay hungry and skip your meal And that's the way you lose weight mm. But then they don't understand that It can cause like Tallinn said Fatigue, your body's like eating its own self mm. It's just not healthy
1: Burning your stores But also you're losing energy yeah. Like you're not Well, it's burning you your like own your muscles at some point Yeah, And muscles Yeah. Do. Yeah, exactly
0: Alright, well that's our QA session for today's episode But stay tuned until later We have a and a about what Tallinn eats in a day as well as tying going through what she eats in a day. Do you like my announcer voice, Tanya? I do. <laughs> All right. Bob so, Barker. <laughs> exactly, Bob Barker. Okay, so we have a special one of the week. We usually have multiple wins of the week. But this week, we want to focus on one sister, Maria, from Spain. So she reached out to us via Instagram and she had messaged us saying, hey guys, I come with amazing news today. After three to four months of going gluten and dairy free and taking inositol supplements, I went to my gynecologist yesterday and she told me that my PCOS is completely reversed. My cysts are all gone. My lab results look normal. And apparently I ovulated last week. We are starting to think about having a baby and I was ovulating half times a year. So I literally cried. Thank you for all the work that you do for people with PCOS. I never expected that your easy guidelines would have such an effect on me. Woo. Amazing, Mary. Right? We're so happy for you. And after that message, we continued talking with her and realized that she's in Barcelona. And we had dinner. That dinner. Yeah.
1: So much fun. We went to this gluten and dairy-free spot. I mean, it's not completely gluten and dairy-free, but they had lots of options. Flax and kale.
0: Yeah, flax and kale. Yes. So if you're in Barcelona, you can check that out. They have two different restaurants and both are great.
1: It was bomb. And she was so sweet. We had such a good time. It's amazing how when you meet someone with PCOS, you can really just connect with them because they have the same journey as you and it's just this whole community out there there's so much to talk about and so much to cover yeah it was a great time we had a ball
0: yeah we literally talked about the pain points of PCOS how like she was so frustrated and annoyed about how like little help that she had gotten early on in Mm -hmm. her PCOS journey and she was amazed at like what happened like she couldn't believe that something physical like ovarian cysts could actually disappear just through diet and lifestyle Mm -hmm. like many people think like if you have like something physical like ovarian cysts that you need surgery or something like that but in fact like diet and lifestyle can make those cysts go away go 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 away away. of course everyone's situation is different we're not saying it's like 100% everybody but it's a
1: good kickoff point yeah people don't tell you that you can do this they just tell you or gynos you have ovarian cysts take birth control Mm -hmm. reducing inflammation, managing your insulin levels, your ovarian cysts can go away. This is the real deal. For some people, it's going gluten and dairy-free. For other people, maybe it's something else. There are other ways to reduce inflammation and insulin levels. But either way, you can do it.
0: Mm -hmm. 100%. Shout out to Maria. Thank you again for going out to dinner with us. We really had a great time with you. And sisters, if you're in Barcelona or if you ever see us in your country in the next year, just send us a DM. We're always happy to go out to dinner. Just, you know, have a good time. Um, talk
1: about PCOS. Talk about eat PCOS. Eat something gluten and dairy free.
0: Answer your questions. Answer your
1: questions. <laughs> like a Q&A. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. She, like, comes with, like, a list of questions. As Why not?
0: As, as long as you pay for dinner. We'll, I'm, just no. I'm just kidding. No.
1: <laughs> Dinner's on us.
0: Dinner is on us. It really is, though. It really is. I'm, I'm just kidding around. But, yeah, that was so fun. Shout out to Maria for that. And, yeah.
1: Did you hear about that sister who took ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one?
0: Incredible!
1: me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking ovastol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue.
0: So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it.
1: You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order.
0: All right, well, let's move on to what I'm sure everybody is really waiting for, which is what Tallinn eats in a day so time do you want to go through your day first and then answer the questions or do you want to answer questions first and then go through your day how would you like to do this
1: i'll go through the day first and then let's answer questions
0: okay let's do that
1: so here in barcelona we don't have a smoothie blender okay so <laughs> i've been resorting not resorting but we've been eating eggs a lot in the morning so yeah. eggs avocado tomato cucumber olives This is basically my breakfast. And there's this store called Carrefour where we found lots of gluten-free bread and other things like croissants. People, I had a gluten-free, I don't know if it was dairy-free, croissant this morning. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really good. I mean, I'm not going to make it a regular thing. I just got it to try it. Yeah, I I ran out of gluten-free baguette today. (laughs) <laughs> yes, you heard correctly. They
0: make gluten free baguettes all around. You'd yeah. be surprised. And we've we've been having it.
1: It's amazing. And Even sp- downstairs at the other breakfast spot they have. Yeah, pre- at Hansel. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hansel, they literally made us uh gluten free bread in ten minutes. They're like, oh, it'll take a little bit longer. We're like, no problem. No yeah. problem, sir. And it was Juan. It delicious. His name was Juan. Juan. Shout out to Juan.
1: Shout out to Juan who's not listening to this podcast. I'll Maybe he is. You. What if
0: he became a fan? <laughs> But just to also specify Like we have a, Italian has about Two to three eggs With uh, three, like Three? Two? Well two yeah Yeah, two. two Well I'm just saying Sometimes three But you know Sometimes I, I make, sometimes I, make the, I make the eggs Like some oh, weeks Oh you put a lot. And I sometimes I put Like five eggs total oh, Scrambled And then I'll give you Like half half But then I know Sometimes you like To eat less eggs So maybe like You have a little bit less <laughs> So two to three But okay. usually two for Italian With like half a Half an avocado right mm-hmm. And things like that But why don't you explain your smoothie if you were back in the States. What kind of smoothie would you make?
1: So if I was in the States slash next week, I'm going to go downstairs. There's this spot, this healthy breakfast spot that seems to have smoothies. And I would get spinach, some almond milk, half a banana, almond butter, chia seeds, and dairy-free protein powder. Because whey has protein in it. So I usually opt Uh, for Whey has dairy in it. I mean, whey has dairy in it, so I opt for hemp protein. I really like a good smoothie, like a hearty smoothie for breakfast, but haven't been able to do that here yet. I will let you know next week. We need week. to find a blender. I was going to bring a blender. The heavy
0: no, no, Vitamix? No, 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 no.
1: There's like a portable
0: blender. Oh, the ninja ones?
1: Something like that. a right, ninja blender? Where you just like put the thing yeah. upside down. yeah, yeah. Boom, and then...
0: Or yeah, whatever. we should have got that. They're so small. <laughs> I
1: saw it.
0: They probably sell it somewhere. We should get it. We're going to be around the, the Europe for I'm the rest such of the year.
1: A fool. I cannot believe I didn't do that.
0: Well, we are going back to America for a wedding in June, July. July. It's still a while a while away.
1: Yeah. We'll
0: have to think about that.
1: What am I going to have? Salad for breakfast?
0: Let's go find it somewhere. We'll find a blender. I'm sure they have okay. it somewhere.
1: Maybe they like ship it.
0: Like a small, cheap blender.
1: I Do they have I Amazon
0: here in Spain? Because that's Can the one thing tell us? we haven't done at all is Amazon. I don't think so because I don't see any Amazon Prime <laughs> trucks. I haven't seen one. <laughs> see, see. All right, let's move right. on to your snack. So, so what's then, your snack after breakfast before lunch?
1: So I'll have peanut butter and half an apple. Lately, I've been having half an apple with half a banana and then giving Sedak the other half. <laughs> <laughs> but I basically make a little fruit bowl with peanut butter. Nice. And then for lunch, sometimes we go out, sometimes... We'll eat at home. But one of the lunches I had last week was so good. It was salad with some berries and nuts and then some delicious tuna on top. Nice. And the tuna was like oily and fatty and the salad didn't have a lot of dressing. So it was like a perfect combination. Then we got guac and corn chips in the middle. And it was right after a workout. And that was like one of my favorite lunches so far. And then as a snack after that, I'll have hummus and carrots because i got some of that from the grocery store carrots here for some reason are so good i know compared to california they feel so
0: full of water crunchy, like hydrated
1: hydrated
0: not dry at all they're so good i don't know if it's like us maybe like do we just think because we're in europe the food here or the groceries no, no, no. are better this but is i think a good they really carrot. are honestly i was yeah. telling
1: maria and she thought i was crazy <laughs> and i was like no you don't understand The crunch, it's so good. I just want one right now. Okay, and then for dinner, last night we had cod and I had some gluten-free bread with some tomato rubbed on it, pen con tomate, they call it. So I put some of the cod on top of that. Then we ordered some arugula salad that was really good. And they have something called Russian salad with tuna, which has mayonnaise in it. Um, Mayonnaise is dairy-free? Yes. Mayonnaise is dairy-free. So I had a bit of that. And I thought that was a pretty healthy, balanced dinner as well. So as you can see, lots of seafood happening here.
0: Yeah. But what are the things you're looking for when you're having dinner? So that sisters know, like, what should they look for when they're trying to make their dinner every night?
1: So I'm always thinking protein, carb, and fiber slash fat. So, what's my protein going to be? Usually here, it's fish. What's the fiber going to be? We order a salad. But we have to, like, make an effort for the fiber. Because it doesn't come on the side. Or, like, mm. most of the tapas, like, they're not vegetables. Like, we have to literally, like, look at the minuscule salad section of the menu. Yeah. And, and, of course, you need one.
0: some healthy fats, too. Yeah. Which is usually found... Is on the side. Well, it depends. So, or sometimes, if you're having fish, it's going to have healthy fats. Mm-hmm. But then, also, the carbs.
1: And then, carbs. So... Usually, if there's, like, no gluten-free bread, I'll just get patatas bravas, Yeah, which is potatoes with some, like, aioli thing on it, which I don't like to eat too much of because I'm not sure if it has dairy or whatever. But at least it's... And it doesn't
0: feel like the most healthiest thing to eat all the time either. Exactly. But something to think about, too, like, for your proteins, like, you can definitely... I I know that not everyone likes fish, including myself. So you can go for, like, chicken. Chicken's a great protein option because it's lean And very high in protein Mm -hmm. and very healthy, of course. There's, of course, beef, different kinds of beef, you know, you can have. Even pork, you know, pork is good too. But Pork will have um, some fats in there as well. And then for your carbs, something we use as a staple back when we were in the U.S. was sweet potatoes. Like almost mm-hmm. several times a week we would have sweet potatoes because sweet potatoes have good carbs, not as high as, you know, regular potatoes. And they're lower on the glycemic index. So they don't spike your blood sugar the same way as regular yellow potatoes. Yeah. because it's
1: for your blood sugar. Yeah.
0: So you don't feel the cravings after right, right after eating dinner. So a couple of things like that to think of. But, of course, there are other options, too, uh, for carbs that you can find, like quinoa. What are some others, babe? Some other carb options. Buckwheat. Buckwheat. Rice. Yeah, rice is great.
1: Rice is gluten-free. Of course, again, I'm sure you've heard, like, don't have rice with PCOS, but that's just because it's a carb. But you can still pair it with proteins and fats and yeah. things like that In to help reduce your blood sugar. So, yeah, lots of options. Yeah. And then some other things that we've had here that I really liked for dinner or for lunch. Where the other day we had gluten-free falafel and some salad.
0: Oh, at Honest Greens. That was good. That, it has been top three restaurant here. We should go back. Yeah. Maybe Mm. today after gym? Maybe. I have a nail appointment. Do we have time? I don't think we have time.
1: We'll see. But anyways, salmon tartare and arugula salad was really good. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of salmon tartare here and steak tartare.
0: Yeah. I
1: mean, we had cod tartare last night. Raw cod. Was it tartare? Tar-tar? I,
0: that was not cooked
1: i thought it was not cooked
0: it wasn't it wasn't tartar it was just raw cod but it yeah. was like it was like sashimi it yeah, wasn't like yeah. tartar yeah if i say tartar, tar-tar one more time on this podcast
1: okay and uh, spanish omelet that's bomb too
0: oh yeah they make this omelet here it's called spanish omelet and it has like potatoes and onions in the omelet and it's freaking amazing but honestly if you are in spain traveling really check out honest greens it's like a Like a hipster salad place, you know what I mean? Very different than anything else you find in Spain. And as a result, it has long lines, but it goes by really fast. And they give salads with like amazing like protein options, as well as vegan options. It really has everything you would want if you're trying to be healthy while you're living in Spain. Or you're trying to just have like a healthy lunch. (laughs) You just want something like like a beet salad. Chicken, yeah. With chicken and like a kombucha. We haven't had
1: chicken this whole
0: time. I know. Amazing. That is true. We barely have any chicken. We haven't any mind. chicken.
1: We've had so much fish instead yeah. of chicken, and I'm into that. When we uh, yeah. go home, let's try to do that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's answer some questions about what I eat in a day. Are you super strict gluten and dairy free, or do you allow cheat meals? I mean, I don't like the word cheat meals. I don't like the word strict. Because this is a lifestyle, so it's really uh, something has a little bit of dairy and like I don't have any other options. Okay. like
0: I think everyone just heard you in this conversation talk about, oh, like this one has a little bit of dairy. You just like go, you just like, you know, you just try to limit it and you go with it, right?
1: Exactly. Most of the time I don't eat gluten and dairy free. And then if there are situations that I can't really control and there's a little bit here, a little bit there, I'll be like lenient about it. You know, I'm not going to starve, but I do like to prepare in advance. Like if I'm going to a kid's birthday party, I'm not going to have the pizza. Like I'll bring my own sandwich or eat it right before I get there. I prepare in that way. But if you think of it as like a strict, like a strict thing where you can't have cheat meals and so on, it gets a little bit stressful. And that's not the point. The point is to nurture and nourish yourself. So if you feel like you want some sometimes or you, you have no choice and you're hungry, it's okay.
0: Yeah question from Melissa she says found that I have PCOS yesterday and I have no idea what to eat or or what not to eat Mm -hmm. well Melissa I have two places where you can start first one if you go to our website PCOSweightloss.org in the blog section we have one blog called um, pantry food items that are uh, for PCOS basically and if you look we have a list that you can download and it's, it can be a great start, but if you want more details with like carb tolerances, with ingredients, grocery lists, etc., that basically does all the work for you, I highly recommend checking out the Sisterhood. When you sign up, you can go to the recipe section and they have, we have, not they, we have a whole recipe section, 50 plus recipes for breakfast, lunch, dinner snacks including vegan options where you can basically find all the things that are right for PCOS with the grocery list again the ingredients and they're all customized to your carb tolerance uh, which will help you learn in the sisterhood community in the sisterhood five stage success path. So, I highly recommend going there, Melissa, and uh, finding those.
1: All right. So, next question.
0: Look okay, at a question from us uh, week. Do you eat chicken? Apparently not. Recently, not recently. But we, we do eat chicken a lot when we're we in used the States. We get
1: organic antibiotic free
0: chicken. Yeah.
1: So, Alice says, Do you weigh out everything when you're making it? Do you calorie count? Absolutely not.
0: I've never seen time calorie count. Never That
1: is so stressful to me personally I focus on metabolism So I'm a registered dietitian I understand weight loss Especially PCOS weight loss Hence PCOS weight loss on Instagram And I will say that we have to focus on metabolism that means nurturing your body in a way that it just works, that it just burns what you're eating, that you don't have to think about calories and all of these things. And how do you do that? You think of blood sugar management. You think of stress management. You you know eat anti-inflammatory foods that make your body more insulin sensitive, which is a really important hormone to think about because that is the hormone that gives your cells the sugar in your bloodstream to burn for energy so that you can lose weight and metabolize food. And so everything I do revolves around improving insulin sensitivity. So whether it's doing my slow-weighted workouts, eating gluten and dairy-free, eating a high-protein breakfast, walking after meals, all of these things are supporting my metabolism. And I don't have to think about calories. I just have to think about what is my lifestyle regularly. What do I do most of the time? that will support my metabolism
0: absolutely all right question from ariana she says i can't handle seafood how can i get the nutrients from it without eating it great question since we just talked about us eating seafood and i agree with you ariana sometimes i can't handle it either so you want to first think okay what is in a lot of seafood that's you know what what do they contain so many seafoods they contain vitamins a b d and omega-3 fatty acids so if you want to find the source of protein that's right for you, for example, chicken, beef, pork, what have you, you go for that. and. If you want to make sure that you're also taking maybe a omega-3 supplement obviously check with your doctor have your levels checked, see if it's right for you before you go ahead and do it once you know that you can try and see if omega-3 supplements are right for you and of course like vitamin d is also very very important especially for women with pcos i forget the statistic but i believe 50 percent of women with pcos are low in vitamin d so that's something else that you should definitely get checked uh, with your doctor so those are co- some of the main stuff but of course, you know, fish also has a lot of other uh, nutrients or minerals as iron, zinc, iodine, magnesium, so much other things. So you want to look for foods that also contain those as uh, replacements.
1: All right. Next question. What natural sugars are OK to eat? Not sweeteners. OK, with PCOS, of course, you're saying not sweeteners. I'm just going to touch on that for a second. Eating sweeteners can spike your insulin levels and give you you know, high insulin levels, which is just as bad as having high blood sugar. So I don't suggest like stevia, monk fruit. I don't suggest any of them. So with PCOS, I feel like reducing your natural sweeteners as much as possible is ideal. So whether you're having coconut sugar, whether you're having regular sugar, it's still sugar. It's still going to have an impact on your blood sugar levels and reducing it as much as possible from your diet is super ideal. And if you have some here and there, whatever, but regularly I don't eat it at all.
0: And just to kind of, um, I don't want to dive too deep into it because I know Ty and you already explained it, but Lucy mentioned, do you count calories or do you intuitively know how much to eat to keep your weight stable? And I think that's something basically Italian does is after, you know, years and years of experience of knowing the foods that's right for her body, portions, et cetera, I feel like you eat the kind of foods or you eat enough where you know what's keeping your weight stable, right?
1: Yeah, and in the sisterhood, we show you how to discover your carb tolerance, and that requires a little bit of tracking. So, you're gonna track what you're eating for about a week and really see how much carbs you're having in a day and analyze how you feel when you lower them or when you increase them, and if it helps you, if it doesn't help you with losing weight or your symptoms. And so, with that being said, I don't suggest tracking forever, like your carbs forever, but once you find your carb tolerance where you feel comfortable, Then you start getting used to eating that much. Then you start improving your metabolism and your hunger and fullness hormones are more sensitive and working properly. And you know when to stop. And you're like, you know how much to have because you got used to it. You understand your body now and that's it. Like You don't have to count for the rest of your life and obsess because nothing's working and you're trying to be super strict because you want to see the results and so on.
0: Yeah. All right. And a question from Lou. Do you limit fruits? What do you think, babe? I mean, I would say no, not really, but we just you keep it in moderation, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, limit as in I have one fruit a day. Yes, maybe two. But I used to substitute fruit for like my sugar cravings. So if I wanted something sweet, I would have a bunch of fruit and I would say, oh, it's healthy. It's fruit. But it's not if you're having that much and if you're having cravings like that, there are other ways to manage it instead of suppressing it with a bunch of sugar and fruit. So with that being said, I have fruit as a snack like once a day. And that's pretty much it. I try to reduce my intake of sugar altogether as much as possible.
0: Yep, 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 yep. All right. I guess that's all we will answer for today. This was really fun, though. We should do this. this was fun. We should do this more often, like what time eats in a day with your questions, dive deeper into each one. I think definitely this is something we'll keep on doing in the future. So scissors, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, so you can catch next week's episode. I think next week we'll do our game Guest This Food again, mm. where we'll have Tallinn guests a PCOS friendly food based on my hints. And yeah, we look forward to just keeping you updated on this Barcelona journey and our next journey, which will be in Switzerland in a couple of months, and just keep you like updated along the way, how we're eating. Hopefully, we'll start cooking more at home soon because, I don't know, it gets kind of tiring to eat out because it's, it's, like, really hard to eat out and stay healthy. You know, mm-hmm. like, we're, like, purposefully trying to, like, Not always... order
1: things yeah. that are too much too fried to this too exactly
0: that. we're trying to eat like that's why yesterday we got like sashimi cod because it's there's no like really anything yeah. fried about it or like butter or it anything was very like that. Healthy. yeah it was like the healthiest thing we could eat we're getting salads more and more it was so a
1: pretty good dinner
0: yeah so we're, we're gonna try to like try to cook from home more often and try to see if we can we have dinosaur into that lifestyle.
1: dinosaur kale
0: yeah we have dinosaur <laughs> kale yeah i'm
1: gonna massage it Make it into a nice little salad. But then mm-hmm. we need a protein and I don't know what to make. We'll get yeah, some chicken. Yeah, we'll figure Let's it out. Let's get some chicken. Let's get some chicken. <laughs> All, All right, everybody. sisters. Time for my first nail appointment of Barcelona.
0: Yes. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Talk to you soon. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free, get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.